Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TV, but loving reality TV isn't a crime. Melissa, do you agree? A hundred percent. And I like felt even more motivated to agree with you after your presentation of that. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Been rehearsing. <laughs> um, I haven't been. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How about you? It's been a busy I feel like I feel like we kind of just did this and also it's been a very long time since we did this. Both are true. Right? Both are true. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one is it's the same time, and yet it feels weirdly like both. Um, something weird is happening to me that actually I want to talk to you about really quick sure. before I start. I am getting housewife fatigue. I'm so glad you said that. I didn't watch any housewives this week. I'm a week behind on everything now. I just couldn't do it. Well, that's really interesting that we're both going through this, and actually we've not talked about this. I haven't. I've watched everything but couldn't finish i couldn't finish new york couldn't finish salt lake city um i finished the oc reunion last week but it's like i'm just tired Mm -hmm. and i've never felt like that you know i mean we're both really into the housewives but of the two of us i'm kind of like always on right more so than other shows and i just i feel i feel like i need a break from them Oof. um Okay, I don't know how I feel about that exactly. Okay, no. our whole thing. (laughs) No, no, like this week. Like, and also, I I should also say I went back at a different night. Like, when I said I was fatigued, I couldn't watch at the time they, I usually watch like Tuesdays at night or whatever it is. So I have since watched the end of Salt Lake City. I've watched the end of Roni. Like, so obviously this isn't, there's no intervention needed is what I'm saying. Thank you. Okay. We can still work together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm even going to still do this episode. (laughs) Thank goodness. Maybe that's a little of your fatigue, but also we're getting ready to go into new seasons of like 15 shows. We just keep getting inundated with uh trailers which is wonderful but it is almost impossible to keep up at this point and I feel like we hear so much about what happened around and after that I'm like well what are we even going to see and is it even going to cover that am I going to be annoyed I'm like preemptively annoyed at Beverly Hills oh when normally I'd be really excited about them being back you know I am excited for Potomac Mm -hmm. but I didn't love the trailer so I'm just having all these mixed emotions um Miami looks great. A, Miami does look great. If there's one thing we can count on, it's that. Mm-hmm. But I just I needed a place to say it and I felt like this might be a safe space. I hope so. Yeah, I mean like it worked out well that we're both going through this at the same time, so I can't judge you too harshly. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking that like if Rebecca talks about any episodes this week, I'm gonna be like 
Didn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Well, catch up and let me know what you think of the end. But um, like I said, I did watch part two in real time of the Orange County reunion. And that's because we're going to talk about that today. I'm so excited. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, Melissa, a couple times on here, we have our little small talk portion of the podcast has ended up being about the weather. And the minute it starts, we want to walk it back. It's so boring. It's not interesting or relevant by the time people hear it. So we learn quickly as podcasters. You really like weather is not where it's at in terms of talking. Can I tell you for Moms and Mysteries, though, we have a shirt that says, I'm just here for the weather because we can't get out of that. Well, no. Okay, so. That's different. uh, Caveat, you've made it a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So now it's it's something you're all in on. But like, it's just that awkward part where it's like, it feels really pressing when we, we live in two different regions of the country too. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's relevant, but. I'm going to break our rule and begin our story by talking about weather. I mean, it's the place I feel most comfortable. So go ahead. (laughs) Okay, here we go. A perfect storm is defined as a severe weather event aggravated by a rare combination of meteorological phenomena. I will say our weather small talk never involves phenomena. Mm -mm. But for today's episode, we can also apply this term, perfect storm, not just to weather phenomena, but to a current story unfolding for one Orange County housewife. First clue, Orange. I'm not going to bury the lead. We are gathered here today to discuss the life, legal troubles, and fake funeral of one Shannon Storms Bedore. I'm so excited. If it wasn't this, I would have maybe just hung up because I just really needed this to be the episode this week. I, I a felt true it in first. My mm-hmm. Housewives fatigue. Melissa just says I'm out. Outie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glad you're here for this. Um, Melissa, do you remember when we were at CrimeCon and we were introducing criminality to so many new people and what was everyone talking about? Every single person that recognized anyone on our thing would say... <laughs> What do you think about Shannon? How it has Archie? just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah was Archie exactly? Everyone wanted to talk about her DUI arrest and hit and run, which happened on September seventeenth, around one fifteen a.m. We're going there. We're just diving let's right into it. it. So let's let's do this. I'm confident most people are going to know the the basics, but here we go. Shannon Storms Bedore was arrested for driving under the influence and for fleeing the scene of the accident. Allegedly, Shannon had arrived at home. This I didn't know. She had been out, got home, and realized she'd forgotten her cell phone at the restaurant where she was out having drinks with friends when she decided, I'm going to go back and get it, which was really, as we know, a terrible idea. Terrible idea to leave the restaurant after drinking in your own vehicle. So she grabs her dog, Archie, to join her, as mentioned already. And residential security cameras caught her speeding through a busy residential neighborhood where she turned a corner and crashed into the side of someone's house. Now, instead of maybe getting out here, addressing it, calling for the police, she gets back, he stays in the car and slowly backs out and heads right back into traffic to finish and complete this mission. And if you watch the TMZ video, which everybody can you can see she practically gets into an accident at the next traffic light oh my like i'm shocked she wasn't sideswiped or t-boned the fact that there wasn't actually a car accident and not just hitting a house is truly a miracle yeah if you watch this footage so apparently a neighbor witnesses this calls the police gives them her license plate number well the license plate number they don't know it's hers yet and police use 
this information as well as car fluid left at the scene where she hit the house and like small debris right right, from the car and the little clip that happened to find her so after the accident she reportedly i guess she never makes it back to the restaurant she parks her vehicle in the middle of a residential street and just starts pretending to walk her dog (laughs) so that's how police found her (laughs) like just like this is normal Car in the street, doors open, and she's walking Archie. So not even her neighborhood. I I think it was really close okay. to, if not her neighborhood. It's it's really close. Yeah. So wild, but not quite normal enough to be passing sure, as sure. not a problem. Yeah. So she was arrested right there and then, and booked for driving under the influence and for fleeing the scene of an accident. A few hours later, she was released on her own recognizance, and I've read conflicting reports on bail. Some articles stated there was no bail. Some said $2,500. Either way, pretty lucky. Now, she did hurt her arm. Um, I don't know if you saw the very few paparazzi photos of her, but she's in a sling. Yeah. Some say it's broken, sprained, fractured. We don't know. There's also rumors that she's seeking plastic surgery to help with some facial injuries. So she is the one who was injured in this. Just grateful nothing worse happened to her or anyone else. Yeah. But she's been working really hard to stay out of the spotlight, which is challenging because the paparazzi has been camped outside of her house. And she's in a very, like, downtown, it's a very, like, walkable neighborhood. You can kind of really get very close to her house. She's not in that gated community that she used to be in. More on that house later. But since the accident, they've been just camped out there 24-7. Now... As you and I both well know, and most of our listeners, Shannon is hardly the first housewife to get arrested for a DUI. But to me, there's a real key difference in Shannon's alcohol-fueled arrest from the others. So we have Gina, also from the OC, Kim Richards from Beverly Hills, Luann, New York, Tinsley, New York, Sonia, New York, Yikes, New York. But to me, what's different, what surprised me about Shannon's is that it wasn't a surprise. Like, yeah. Things kind of feel like they have been leading up to this, not only in the most recent season, but really if you watch her whole arc yeah. on OC, her her relationship with alcohol has been called out more than once. Most recently on the reunion, which just aired a, last week and the week before it, and I'm going to, that's the first clip if you want to go ahead and roll that. Please don't get angry with me. You tend to drink and call some of us. You know what, We're Heather? We're just the aftershocks. That's, that's the a, epicenter. That's a, up thing to say to it's me. It's okay. not. You're the town crier. Do I go out and drink sometimes? For you to say I need rehab, for you to say, like, paint a picture so that I'm calling people every single night. I for you say to say that I can night. breathalyze and, and, you and you say I think my, it's a good invention. You, you need to you put say, it on the you phone. Say, take a you say it's my truth serum when I haven't had an you intimate conversation. That. You don't want to look at that at all, though, Shannon. Say, you and you don't want to look at it at all. You don't know anything about my personal in-depth life. If we I'm don't know anything close, about you, again, then what are you let doing Let me reiterate, here? Gina, I don't like you. I don't know why I love so much when she does say, I don't like you. Um, but it did crack me up because it's just like, there's no nuance to it at all. <laughs> there's no nuance. And also I think it's like, I'm going to throw out this big true statement and it's such a deflection. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, like, I don't have to answer to this because I don't like you. Yeah, well, that's the first thing I grabbed onto it was the end <laughs> of it. So mission accomplished. 
Exactly. Perfect deflection. So obviously she can hear none of this. It's reported that Shannon has voluntarily started outpatient treatment, which many believe she's doing to help mitigate consequences that she'll face at a future court appearance. And yeah, she has a lawyer. His name is Michael Fallon. He issued the following statement to Us Magazine. Quote, I spent a lot of time with Shannon yesterday. She is extremely apologetic and remorseful. We will be awaiting the official information on this case as it becomes available. And Shannon is prepared to accept full responsibility for her actions. End quote. Um, We will also be awaiting the official information on this case. So speaking of responsibility for her actions, Melissa, I'm curious what you think of this. As of the time of this recording, Shannon is due to begin a very hyped up fall tour with her besties, Vicky and Tamara, on the Trace Amigas tour, which apparently she is still going to attend. She just won't be drinking alcohol, which is really hard to imagine because their whole shtick, their whole brand is getting white girl wasted on tequila. Yeah. What? First of all, I don't understand going to this show. I just can't imagine it's... It's got to be more organized than Sonia's, right? Sonia in the city. I. It feels like she's just flashing. That's all she's doing. That's true. I do think there's like bits. I've seen some okay. bits on YouTube. They do some like, like literally, it's like kind of like improv. They do little scenes. Oh. It looks terrible. Costumes, wigs, the whole nine. But they also sell special tickets to have a cocktail with them before the show, a meet and greet cocktail after the show. The whole thing is built on drinking yeah. together. The New York Post has a quote that says, in solidarity with Bador, the insiders claimed that the three Bravo celebrities intend to shift the focus of the show from alcohol to their friendship. What if alcohol is their friendship? That 100% is. That's their whole thing. Yeah. So if anyone goes to that show or knows someone who did, please DM us on Instagram because we want to hear about it. I think they're due in like Phoenix in November or something. So we'll see what happens. What a sober Trace Amigas show will be. Nobody needs to know. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow I think it's going to be worse. And I'm not advocating for her to drink on these. I just don't think the show needs to exist. Now, The other thing I'm sure people are wondering is, where is Shannon's mugshot? Yeah. (laughs) Because I sure looked for it, but if you go searching, you're not going to find it, just like I didn't. Newport Beach Police Department records manager cited a government code stating that the image was exempt because it would, quote, endanger the successful completion of the investigation or related investigation. That's new to me. You and I have searched a lot. We've done a lot of cases those are public information. Yeah. I feel like maybe, and this is just my own personal speculation. Sure. Do you think some fancy rich towns like Newport Beach have special codes to protect their like celebrity wealthy residents? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because that doesn't make sense. I, it would be make much more sense if they just said, we don't release any of the photos or whatever. Right. It's not like this is a homicide investigation. Uh, exactly. It's like exactly. very low stakes to just release the picture. Yeah, I agree. So I'm curious if it's just, I guess when it ends, then it will be made available it? and then we will edit our banner for crime. <laughs> her front and center. Okay. So that's what we know about the most recent brush with the law for Shannon, but to better understand how Shannon may have ended up here, making such a terrible, dangerous decision. I think it would be helpful to go back in time because Shannon has actually had plenty of courtroom drama on the civil side. And we can also explore those many times I mentioned where alcohol has been called out towards her right. over the years. 
So Melissa, are you ready to go to Orange County? I can't wait. Okay. For those listening who don't watch anything Bravo or know who Shannon Storms Bador is, we know you're there. We see you and we thank you for listening. Here's some context <laughs> for you. The Real Housewives of Orange County is the original Housewives franchise, which premiered in 2006 and focused on wealthy women who lived in gated communities like Coto de Casa in Orange County, California. Season 17 just aired, that reunion we listened to, that was the reunion for season 17. So this show's been around almost two decades. Wow. For those who do watch Bravo and OC, it's hard to imagine the show without Shannon Storms Bedore. Yeah. But she didn't join the cast until season nine. That is wild to me. I was actually, I knew this was going to be the episode because yeah. I was excited. But I was thinking that, like, when did she actually join? Because I remember, like, the uh, Gina Keo or whatever her last mm-hmm. name is. I remember those years. And then it yep. feels like right after that, Shannon came on. But that can't be true. It has to be several no. more seasons. That's wild. Season nine. I know. And honestly, it's like, was there even an OC before Shannon? I know. There was, like you said. But it really was like a mark of a different era, I think. When yeah. you look back, it's almost like before Shannon, after Shannon. Um, Similar to Dorinda. Same. Correct. Same thing, yes. Yeah. Great comparison. So years into her tenure as an OC housewife, Shannon admits that she only joined the show because her marriage to husband, then husband, David Bedore, was pretty shaky and on the rocks. And she thought, wait for it, that maybe going on the show would help fix it. I'm sorry. That is the, <laughs> like, even Kelsey Grammer knew that wasn't it. You bring your wife on there to then leave her, right? That's, that's what he did. That is absolutely what he did. But we all have the benefit of having multiple franchises to have watched this play out multiple times. Shannon really didn't have that. If we're going to give her some Mm. benefit of the doubt, like she joined season nine, but like we hadn't seen season after season, franchise after franchise of marriages just being destroyed one after the other after a housewife's appearance. But still going on to TV when does that ever help anything? Yeah, exactly. And you know, she also... How could she know that a vow renewal, which housewives just can't get enough of, would come to be known as the marital kiss of death? Yeah, for sure. We didn't have that track record. Speaking of death, Shannon and her husband played grieving widow and widower at a marriage retreat in an iconic episode from season 10. We'll get there, but not quite yet. So Shannon joins Orange County. Melissa, this era, what do you remember your first impression of Shannon being? How did it change over the years? Did it? Talk to me about Shannon. So the thing I would say I remember most about Shannon early on is the Dr. Moon of it all. Just her like <laughs> yes. like making her kids take a bajillion uh, vitamins and all of this to travel. So she was very conscious about that. But then some things she wasn't, which was always funny, like a total contradiction of uh, some of that. So yes. that's like that's original OG Shannon that I remember was just like obsessed with these health alternative medicine yep. things. Yes, I'm so glad you brought Dr. Moon up because he's actually not in my episode. And I'm like, how can we talk about Shannon and not talk about Mm -hmm. Dr. Moon? She also had a feng shui expert. She loved like alternative, kind of like hippy dippy-ish experts to create a non-toxic life. But then she dyes her hair, Mm -hmm. definitely does plastic surgery and talks all about it. All kinds of procedures all over her body. And she talks also that she enjoys a cocktail. So it's the juxtaposition of this like crystal loving, like cocktail drinking, kooky housewife. Yeah. Um, she's also really honest, I would say, vulnerable. 
I think she's, I think Shannon is one of those like Kim Richard types that like you keep rooting for her, even when she doesn't do what you would want her to do. Right. I find her to be like, I'm, I'm pretty, I have a lot of positive feelings towards Shannon. Okay. No, I'm gonna disagree. No, no, no. I am fine. Like I, okay. If it's her between her and Heather Dubrow, um, like if they're fighting, I'm always gonna be on Team Shannon. But just Shannon in general, I she's great TV. So I will. She's I will great. Say that. TV. She's great TV. Do I like her as a human? I don't know. Um, but she's just great TV. I want her on my screen. Same. 100% same. And I would have agreed with you on the Shannon Heather thing until this season. What has happened to me? I'm so Team Heather. I'm, I'm worried. Okay. Go to clip number two. I think this will really paint a great picture. This was a, a tour done of her home she used to live in with, when she was married to David. So this is the living room. I wanted to have that one formal room in the house that nobody ever went into. I'd love to just walk by here and look in, even if we don't spend all that much time here. We've got an amazing gold gilt chandelier, pieces of furniture in here that are antiques. And what's interesting is there's a lot of natural aspects to this home that are non-toxic. I was concerned about electromagnetic radiation. There's a meter here that you can purchase to see if you have electromagnetic radiation in your home. And uh, we had to choose a room in the house to bring all of the electricity in from the street. And we chose the living room here because it's probably the least used room in the home. So this top meter reads from zero to 100 and it's pretty much at a zero all through my home. But if you come here to where the electricity is, it goes to over 100 which is the top of the meter here, so. Which is not a problem because nobody's sleeping here, nobody's spending a lot of time. Okay, it is funny that she's saying, this is the living room, no one's ever in this room. That's why That's we did it. That's my favorite part. No one, we we don't even walk in this room. That's wild. <laughs> That's my favorite part because most of the time when celebrities do these tours of their massive homes, they're like, I just wanted to create a space for my family to enjoy together. Like no one says this room was designed to look at only and collect sure. electromagnetic readings <laughs> that is so, so wild. insane yes I love it so much okay so here's the thing about Shannon she's not a new money housewife she was born into some money and she was used to the finer things in life she was born in Bel Air a wealthy LA suburb but when she was pretty young her family moved to an exclusive San Diego community called Rancho Santa Fe now, Shannon is actually named after her maternal grandfather, Robert Shannon, who was president of a department store called I Magnin and Company. And I guess during its day was like the department store to go to. Okay. And it was actually bought by Macy's in 1988. So her lineage has some like Macy's buyout money. Oh, wow. Um, I guess she was, I don't know how old she would have been in 88, like maybe in college or something. Speaking of college, she attended University of Southern California where she met her now ex-husband, David Bedore. David, 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 David. <laughs> so I don't like David. No. This is not up for debate. I can always find a scene where I enjoy, or even as you've heard me, debate the winsomeness of Real Housewife husbands. I've done it for Juan Dixon. I've done it for Randall Emmett. My bar is low. So low. But David, I can't. I can't. He has dead eyes and I never liked or trusted him. No. Do you feel the same oh, way? Oh, 100%. There's nothing likable about him at all. I'm trying to remember there's another husband, Jim Edmonds. That's another husband that I never liked at oh, all. He is scary. Yeah. He is actually really scary. David is one of those people in pictures when he's smiling 
that the eyes are blank and glassy mm-hmm. and his mouth is in a smile, yeah. but there's nothing coming out of his eyes and it really freaks me out. So David is the owner of Bedore Construction Incorporated, a California-based construction company which reports around $13 million in annual revenue. He and Shannon got married in September of 2000 and very quickly started a family. They have three daughters, Sophie and twins, Adeline and Stella. Love all their names. Now, we would come to know but not love David in 2014 when Shannon joins the show, but it's events that occurred a decade prior to her appearance on the show that would soon surface because the job of a good housewife is to find the skeletons in your closet and parade them around for the world to see. So enter Vicki Gumbelson, who does just that, accusing David of physically abusing Shannon, which Shannon vehemently denies. But it comes to light that, in fact, in 2003, David was charged with misdemeanor counts of assault and battery against a cohabitant in February of that year. However, Shannon shares a very different version of the story. Like if you read that in black and white print, it sounds like one thing. This is what Shannon says. There was no abuse, no physical fights. According to her, it was a heated argument that got resolved very quickly. She admits to calling the police, but she said she did it to help cool things down, thinking, okay, I'm going to call the police like enough as kind of like a warning. And she said they had totally moved on from it. And that does sound somewhat plausible. Like you and I have both covered stories where people drop domestic violence charges because both parties felt like they were sort of part of it and they don't want to pursue them. However, the outcome on this makes me wonder about the plausibility of Shannon's version because according to Star Magazine, take with grain of salt, (laughs) a judge ordered David to attend a batterer's treatment program and weekly counseling. David ended up pleading guilty And as part of his sentence, he had to complete three years of informal probation, pay a domestic violence fee, and make a donation to a battered women's shelter, and do eight hours of community service. Wow. that's So that feels like a lot for like nothing happening. Yeah, that's... Oh, wow. You know, I totally forgot about this being part of their story. Yeah, this was a huge... Super dark. So dark. Something we learn about Shannon in all her storylines is like when things are stressful, she sort of... stops taking care of herself right um all the organic food the services etc she kind of isn't able to practice self-care when she's stressed and she told people magazine after this happened this affected me physically because i just ate more i didn't care i was a mess david does a lot of things but he doesn't beat me okay end quote so they come onto the show with that in their vault. But amazingly, as dark as it is, like you said, it wouldn't be the thing that ultimately tore Shannon and David apart for good. That would happen on season 10, Shannon's second season, when we learn that the whispers and rumors about him having an affair are true. The affair, with a family friend, by the way, Ooh. had been going on, yes, for a while, but Shannon found out about it off camera between seasons 9 and 10. So cameras come down she finds out and then it unfolds on the second season but what we will later learn in this one-on-one that she gives with Andy her and David sit down with Andy Cohen the affair began the day after filming started for season one. Oh, for her season her first season yes sorry it's okay season nine day yes. one of her first season oh my gosh I mean that feels like a subconscious on David's part. I don't, well, maybe it was very conscious. I don't know, but that feels very related. Yeah. So this becomes a huge part of her storyline in her second season. First, she tells her castmates 
Then she presents a united front with David with them saying they're reconciling, they're working on their marriage and fighting for their family. If you can go to clip three, please. I don't want to get emotional right now, but sitting here with you guys is something I never really thought that I would do or thought that I would be able to sit here and say how close I feel to you. And I know it's such an unfortunate circumstance with what's going on with Vicky, but I think that because it is so unique and so different that I feel so bonded to the both of you and I consider you good friends. And as much as I am an open book, there are certain things that I don't like to talk about and I don't like a lot of people to know, but um, David had an affair. I'm not gonna say that I'm shocked. There's been a lot of rumors around Orange County about David's affair. And it went on for a long time. We have, we have struggled, but we are committed to each other and we're trying our best to work through it. I knew that David had an affair, but I didn't repeat it to anyone. So if you wanna know what girl code is, even when Shannon and I were not getting along at all, I did my best to protect her. First of all, I'm devastated that you've been going through this. I feel it's really- It's all good. It's, I feel all, really, it's not all good, but it's getting good. It's getting good. very But I good. feel really honored that you're telling us and sharing with us. So now maybe you understand that that lunch where I had lunch with Tamara, things were brought up at that lunch okay. about this subject. Shannon has a marriage that's fallen apart. Shannon drinks way too much. Shannon is a, is a, is a sad, sad soul. I agree. When I forgot how unhinged Tamara always has been to just be at this lunch and be like, Shannon drinks a lot. Shannon's going through a lot. Shannon is a miserable person. Shan like... She's Calm just down. a sad, pathetic She's... soul. And Heather's like, I agree. I'm that like, card well, is wild. I was thinking with friends after, like this. After all of like the niceties that, you know, Heather's saying, I protected her, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, no, you're right. Yep. Yeah, yeah girl. This mm -hmm. this is girl code. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. This is so the epitome of the OC friendships. As we hear, Shannon says, we're, we're going to fight. And, and they did. They tried. I mean, A for effort. David did a lot to prove he had changed and wanted to stay with Shannon. He even surprised her with a vow renewal party. He went to a marriage retreat where they famously wrote fake eulogies for one another and posed as though they were dead under fake tombstones with their names on them. If people are listening who have not seen this, they might not believe me. And that is why I had to include a clip. Please roll. I'm so excited. And I'm looking at my headstone. That's not normal. Today marks a sad day in the life of Shannon. Shannon is survived by her husband, David, and her children. Shannon requested before she passed away <coughs> that David would read her eulogy. So David, if you would come. This is a devastating day for me because, because I've lost my soulmate. Shannon was the most loving wife I could have asked for. She made me laugh. She was passionate and had such a good energy. She took care of me. Is there anything you'd like to add, David? Shannon gave me the gift of forgiveness. I really tried everything I could to be there for you. And I love you. David doesn't cry. So to see him break down emotionally like this it's pivotal in our relationship. It means something. 
Let's switch. Go ahead and share with him. David was a loving father, husband, and my best friend. He put up with my issues to the best of his abilities. We argued, yelled, screamed at each other, but I loved him. We struggled to be a team, but in the end, that's what we were, the best team. I love you, David. Had I written David's eulogy, I might have used a few more words, but... Okay, so I, I remember this, but I didn't remember he... You wrote your eulogy yourself about you, so that person has to read it. Is that what I'm understanding? You, no, you wrote the other person's. Yes, no, you wrote it about yourself and the other person reads it. Got it. Okay, so that's why so, Shannon was like, I would have added some other things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because mm-hmm. he, I mean, also when he takes his glasses off to fake cry. Oh, he's so gross. Rub his eyes. Mm-hmm. So if this wasn't enough, there was a time, and this is where I really think David tried to demonstrate his love and dedication something people need to know the thing about shannon is she loves a good colonic oh my gosh oh my gosh i forgot it was a time where she was positive a piece of plastic had gone missing during her colonic from or like something that yes a device right yeah it was from a colonic she was doing yeah like a self-colonic correct and she felt that a piece of the apparatus had gone missing and asked David to look for it. And David looked everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I, can't <laughs> I don't know how to that. say this on the podcast. He did an internal cavity search. Yeah. That, I think that's probably as, as G is. TSA approved. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but even that couldn't piece these two back together. Also, it wasn't there. I, and also. So that was all for nothing. That would not bring me closer to my husband. I would never want to see him again after that. No, that um, that should have been the nail in the coffin. The literal yeah. coffin. <laughs> yeah. But even that could not piece these two back together. Listen to some of the awful details that went down post-affair, but before the reconciliation. Okay. A sit down with Andy Cohen, I mentioned. The two of them did this like two-on-one were together and you know they were going to kind of like bear all yeah it's revealed that after the affair but before they decided to reconcile david handed his wedding ring to his daughter stella and said give this to your mother i don't want it anymore ew that's so gross why would you involve your kid even then she was they were still gonna try i don't think i could recover from that no 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 that's that's dark Ooh. So I, I don't think there was any real viable path forward sure. after something like that happens. I feel so terrible that that was put on their daughters. So they officially separated in 2017 and she officially filed for divorce the same year, which was finally settled two years later, which in the land of like high yeah. profile net worth people, like not that long. I'm going to break down the financials of the divorce proceedings David got a girlfriend really quickly after separating. Oh, gosh. We've all seen the Instagram pictures. Two naked people in boots hugging. And who's taking the picture of them in the woods? Thank you for just nailing what I wanted you to do. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say what we saw on Instagram, but I did want it to be shared. So thank you for taking that one for the team. Of course. Thanks for the setup. (laughs) The questions are correct. Who took the picture? 
Why are they wearing footwear? Why do we see their butts? If you are going to go for naked, take the shoes off. That's where you like, for Commit. some reason, that like really upset me that these, and just imagining naked people in boots. Oh, it's worse than naked and afraid. It's naked and like more worried than afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's naked and prepared, which is counterintuitive. So he's in a pretty big hurry to finalize this divorce. He says he wants to marry his new girlfriend, Leslie, as soon as possible. Yeah. Shannon files for primary physical custody of her three daughters and demands spousal support. They had a temporary arrangement where David was paying Shannon $22,500 a month in both child and spousal support, but David asked the judge to lessen the amount, claiming that his reality TV star X was making close to $900,000 a season as a Real Housewives of Orange County star, and I verified she makes a little more than $900,000. Really? In the later, later seasons, okay. which... Maybe she wasn't quite there yet at this time, but she is now. Um, so she was probably pretty close. Everything came to a head in court for this three-day negotiation. Shannon wanted college tuition for the girls covered, a higher support amount, and for David to cover her legal fees. Things got really ugly. David fought all of this. And court documents revealed that David called Shannon's lifestyle into question, saying Shannon's employment encourages excess drinking and extended travel, to which Shannon has chosen not to inform me or make accommodations for the kids to stay with me while she's away. Okay. End quote. That's fair, actually. I think he's completely unreasonable in most things, but that's true. Her job does require her to travel a lot, and it does promote excessive drinking. He asked for 50% custody and said she makes more than him at this point and can cover her own legal fees. So the complete terms of their final agreement aren't fully known, but we know that his monthly payment went significantly down to just $10,000 a month. I mean, how does she survive? Right. And she opted for a one-time lump sum of $1.4 million instead of these higher payments kind of indefinitely. They did come to an agreement around shared legal and physical custody of the kids. But another point of contention between the two of them was allowing the girls to film. Shannon wanted them to. David didn't. Okay. Ultimately, they reached an agreement where they could, but they couldn't mention, read Trash Talk, him and his new fiance, Leslie. So, I've seen that a lot, that lump sum over the payments um, happening more and more wonder what I would choose I know I was thinking that but I think just to not have to deal with David Bedore like right. or worry will David Bedore pay me this month or whatever I understand there's the more of a song. guarantee mm-hmm. totally so it's now at this time 2019 they're officially divorced case closed right no yes not even close Shannon ends up suing her own divorce lawyer Ben Phillips for professional negligence you and I seem to think that was a pretty good deal. Yeah. Shannon didn't. I think what happens is that word got out about what she agreed to and people probably got in her ear like, girl, yeah. you could have done better. So the legal battle, which lasted years, her and her lawyer, stemmed from Shannon's accusation that the attorney really screwed up her settlement. She told the judge in the case against her divorce attorney that she and the former lawyer agreed on a confidential deal and she will drop the suit. So they came to some terms privately. Okay. But ultimately, she's like, 1.4 was not enough. She didn't get college tuition covered. And she felt like that million point four was supposed to go towards college and housing. And it wasn't enough for all three kids. But again, they came to their own private agreement. I don't know what that is. And she dropped the suit against him. Okay. Okay. Divorce, final. Lawsuit against divorce attorney, dropped. $1 million defamation lawsuit from Jim Bellino. What? 
<laughs> yes. We're going to hear, yes, we're going to hear what happened with the trampoline king. But first, let's jump into a quick break from today's sponsors. Our show has been around for more than three years now, which is really something to celebrate. But when I think back over all of our episodes, one that really sticks in my mind, of course, is the one about the bling ring. There were literally teenagers breaking into the homes of celebrities and stealing thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of items. There is just something so scary about someone being in your home without your knowledge, even beyond just having your things taken. And that's why when it comes to home security, I only trust my home to Simply Safe. Simply Safe isn't just some old fly-by-night security system. It was actually named the best home security systems 2024 by the US News and World Report. On top of that, Newsweek named it best customer service and home security, which is really huge because if my house or the people that are in it are in jeopardy, I want to know that I'm speaking with people who are there to help me. We've had Simply Safe in my house for several years now, and Rebecca got her system last year, and there's a lot of comfort in knowing that I have indoor and outdoor cameras all around the house. And if you aren't sure whether it's something you'd actually use, you should definitely give it a try. There are no contracts and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so Jimbalino, we don't really have enough time to get into the Jimbalino of it all, but trust he was an OG OC husband right. to Alexis Bellino. They are now divorced. Alexis was a cast member. How many seasons was she on? She, she was in that first half. Yeah, I would say three at most. But don't only for a few. Yeah. yeah. So he sued Shannon Bedore, Tamara Judge, and Heather McDonald in 2020 for defamation based on statements they made on Heather's podcast, Juicy Scoop. On this episode, Heather was discussing Jim and Alexis's split with Shannon and Tamara. Tamara said the following. I have a theory. Everything, everything is in her name. He's going to go to jail. Yeah, he's a shady MFR. End quote. Then the conversation went on and the episode, which trust me, I looked has been scrubbed off the internet, but I did find a transcript to show Shannon's part in it. Melissa, I thought we could play a game, a little role play. I'd love to. Do you want to be Shannon or Heather McDonald? Um, I'll be Heather McDonald. All right. So you want me to start? All you, Heather. Okay. Do they still have the trampoline parks? Does anyone know? No, no. I heard that they don't. They sold it? I heard they don't because they were sued. So there wasn't like a lawsuit of someone that that No, they were they were sued. Kids people get their uh, I won't let my kids go because people get paralyzed and they apparently that happens. And oh my gosh, <laughs> the lawsuit is making a lot more sense now. Yeah, I mean that is bad. Like 
This is not good. So she was right that there was a lawsuit against Jim Bellino, owner of Sky Zone Trampoline Park, but the lawsuit was actually between him and his former business partner about profit sharing. As far as I could tell, no paralyzed children. Oh my gosh. Shannon was eventually dismissed from the defamation suit. I don't know how, but she was, and she was awarded $137,340.25 for her attorney fees, which actually totaled $225,000. Suing and getting sued is so expensive. Like, yeah, no, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So this battle went on for over two years and an undisclosed settlement was finally reached between Heather and Jim. As for Tamara, she and Jim also settled for an undisclosed amount. Now, this is just so crazy. There's a lot of TikToks about it. And actually, Tamara comes for Heather on TikTok really? saying she needs to, she owes her money for her attorney fees, which I don't understand how that could be possible. No, no. So back to Shannon. In addition to her marriage and her relationship challenges, there's another aspect of Shannon's struggles that we've kind of touched on. But we've definitely seen on the show play out, and that is her weight. And I am only mentioning this because generally it's not relevant to a story, but she's made it a very public part of her story. And when David split, she talks very openly about gaining 40 pounds, and she took us on her weight loss journey. Now, I also am mentioning it because it really has to do with this last lawsuit. Mm-hmm. In 2021, Shannon noticed that ads for weight loss pills were running and they were using her photo to do so. But she never used or endorsed these products or approved these ads. In fact, when she launched her own business post-divorce, Real for Real, part of the brand's story was healthy weight loss journey inspired by her own life events. For those who missed her multiple QVC appearances, Real for Real is a healthy lifestyle brand, quote, real health for real people. That concludes Heat and Eat Meals, which she sold on QVC, including one of her clues. Melissa, I'm sure you know what it is. Oh, it's salmon with cream cheese. Herbed. It's herbed cream cheese. It's fancy, okay? (laughs) I'm sorry. That's clearly the problem here. Yeah, this is elevated. Yeah, so there's our salmon clue. So she emphatically denies using diet pills to lose the weight and said that these companies claiming she did it, or at least suggesting she did by using her image, quote, Doing so caused loss of goodwill and reputation to plaintiff, thus damaging her career and endorsement opportunities. Kind of makes sense to me, honestly. I'd be pretty mad if someone was using my picture on a diet pill. I mean, one, I'd be like, wow, they think I'm so skinny that I could be on the bottom of a diet pill. Some of those articles are so crazy, like the very clickbaity ones. And I still will click on it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I went through a real stage of doing that all the time. Now I've wait learned my lesson. Do you mean the ones that like like sponsored ads for like a colon cleanse pill? I'm talking the straight up fake ones like that Shannon's oh, face oh, would have oh, been on. Gotcha. I would have clicked on that. There was a okay. time in my life where I was very into those. Well, I'm still clicking on these ads and considering them. And then I read the fine print and they're like, this person like didn't use Make this. It. This oh. is an actor <laughs> like portraying what is possible. And I'm like, how am I so stupid? And why do I still want to buy this? I know. Okay. I'd still do it. So this is what Shannon did. Shannon bypassed these bootleg diet pill companies. And there were 15 of them, by the way. There was was not one or two. There were 15 companies doing this. And she went straight to the source. She sued the company that were running the ads. Melissa, who do you think was running the ads? TMZ. I just want to say TMZ. I don't know who it is. Facebook. Really? sued Facebook. What? Why did that blow my mind when I learned it? That... uh, 
I mean, more power to Shannon, Shannon Storm's Bedore. I kind but of what? admire that. Like, we're taking this right to the top. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, she sued Facebook. And then I kept reading. And it's like, or did she? Okay. <laughs> Didn't take long to learn that Shannon sued Mark Zuckerberg vis-a-vis Facebook for an undisclosed amount of damages and reportedly asked for an injunction prohibiting Facebook from posting these ads. But... Turns out it's really hard to win a civil lawsuit if you don't serve the defendant. So Shannon filed the lawsuit, but never served Facebook. Seems like they are aware it happened, but because they were not formally served, they don't have to respond. So a few months later, Shannon just drops the case without prejudice, which means she can refile the claim at a later date. Oh my gosh. Why why would you even file it if you're not going to serve them? I feel like it's a really smart PR tactic. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't know. I read it and was like, dang, she's just went, f- that's so smart. Forget these like dumb little companies, like go to Facebook who's running it. Right. They shouldn't be. They should like be better vetting who's doing yeah. it. So then she was like, okay, I'm going to drop it without prejudice, which means I could revisit this. Like, I don't know. People get wind of that. And it's like, whoa, she's serious. Right. I-, I don't know. Maybe it just makes her look, I don't know. No, that's that why. makes sense. And because she's not going to win, like you're not going to go up against Facebook and win. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's a wait and see thing. We'll see if she refiles those claims and actually serves them next time. So I guess that's a wait to see thing. Maybe this lawsuit will resurface if she formally serves Facebook. Time will tell. But to conclude, Melissa, forget lemonade. When life gives Shannon Bedore lemons, she is always going to put nine of them in a bowl. Not eight, not ten. And when she does, she is going to set an intention with each lemon. I love it. Thank you so much. I forgot about the nine lemons in a bowl. All part of the whatever it is she's doing over there. Lemon and the color yellow. So lemon's the last clue. That's why I wanted to end with it. It's really part of her brand. If you go on realforreal.com, not an ad, it's all yellow. It's all lemons. Um, One of her products is called Lemon Aid AID. Also worth noting, and I know I feel like you thought this was where I was going to you can't have a frozen salmon product and not think that's where the lawsuit was going. Cause that's where I thought the story was going to lead. Yeah, for sure. And yet apparently people really like her sh- Cajun shrimp and the, the, the cream cheese salmon. It's always a bestseller on QVC. And if you go to their site right now, it is sold out my friend. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I think they don't, I don't eat fish. Don't, I do. And I actually like salmon a lot, which is really where this is, it's hurtful to me. The idea is, yeah, it's pretty gross. But if somebody likes it, good. So let's hear from her about the significance of the nine lemons and also Shannon's other best homeopathic and organic remedies and tips. Okay. Number one, if possible, buy organic food. There are pesticides on so much of your food. And if you can't buy that, then get the at least the fruit spray and vegetable spray to wash your fruit and vegetables. Number two, I never knew the word allergy and asthma when I was a young kid, but it's a buzzword. My, my kids knew about it when they were four. So a way to eliminate that is to have a good air filtration system in your house. You can just put one in your bedroom where you sleep. And if possible, a hardwood floors is, is the, so hard flooring is the best because so many allergens get trapped in your carpet. And 
you know, there are little things that you can have on hand, homeopathic remedies, like when the flu season comes up, have oscillococinum on hand. That's a flu remedy. And when you take homeopathy, don't eat or drink anything 20 minutes before and after. Just put it under your tongue, don't touch it. And sometimes it can work miracles. No side effects. I use crystals in our house just for um, additional energy and different feng shui, for different feng shui reasons. So my lady Elaine Wright, who is amazing, uh, will come down and fine tune our house every year. It just boost up certain areas in the house. You know what? If something works well, I don't ask questions. She said, put a fountain in the backyard however many houses ago. And my husband was so angry that she was in my house. He said, he wouldn't even talk to her. But she said, if you put a fountain in there, money in the bank. So I just went out and bought the fountain. And all of a sudden, not to say my husband isn't successful, but his success went, you know, tenfold. So when he did buy his office building and built it, he said, can the feng shui lane come over? Because it works. But when you put the nine lemons in a bowl, you're supposed to think, okay, this is good energy. You have to have intention when you put something up. But there are different things that you can do. I mean, they say that buy a sink that's a drain in your house. So put an odd number of lucky bamboo next to the sink. That's what something that apparently you can do. So you'll see lucky bamboo in uh, buy most of the sinks in my home. I mean, I that is so many things and so detailed and rapid fire. And it ends with bamboo sticks near near drains or what? sinks your money down the drain i did appreciate she at least said things like if you can if you can and not just like everyone should be doing this i appreciate at yes. least somebody Someone somebody told somewhere her. along the way told her <laughs> she was a little out of touch so i appreciate her at least adding that to the conversation but wild mm-hmm. yeah that's that's, uh, that's her in a nutshell mm-hmm. man i mean this is just so interesting and so sad. The recent events obviously sparked my interest in looking into her whole case, but I'm so amazed at how much there was. But yeah. really, you know, in terms of the DUI, I'm always skeptical of a housewife sobriety post yeah. DUI like Luann, you know, it feels very like forced and I feel like usually these things are better when they come to them they come to it themselves. Right where it's motivated by like an internal sense of wanting something different for their life yeah. and not a result of like something really catastrophic happening around them. But um, time will tell. We'll see. And I'm, I am, I will be curious to see how it plays out on next season, especially in light of like the Gina That's DUI what I'm of it all. For, yes. Because Shannon sure made her feel real bad about that. Yeah. Well, and a lot of conversations about how could you even get a DUI at this point? And I know. Yeah, there's, it's, they did. And she has three driving age, young adult kids. Like it is inexcusable really to, um, it is inexcusable in this day and age. It's, there's just no other way to say it. So very curious to watch it all play out on the next season. Um, that's like the beauty and darkness of the life we live right now, which is like when these things happen, um, I don't know. But yeah, that was Shannon Storms Bedore. I love it so much. And there's something so powerful about her middle name being Storms. I just, I, or, you know, that's like her maiden name. <gasps> yes. I love it so much. It just it adds could... an extra layer to the Shannon-ness of it all. And she keeps Bedore, which I think is so interesting. And even in that last reunion, do you remember where she said what her job is being, when they were like, you know, talking about our problems is our job. And she's like, my job is being Shannon Storms Bedore. Like, <laughs> it is who she is. Totally. Like some people are just so just their first name. Some people you need the full name right. to really understand them. She is 
that person. We've had people ask us, like, why do we say Lisa Barlow or why do pe- yeah. Yeah, people say Jenna Lyons? Like, it's two names. It's never just the one. Yeah. Erin is Erin. Erin is just Erin. Um, and Ken is just Ken. But, um, right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yes, I went full Barbie movie. Sorry. That's, you know, I, I that's went my to, personality. Um, you went to I Beverly went to, Hills. To Ken. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I got there. Yeah. Um, but Shannon is one of those. She's Shannon Storms Bedore in my brain yeah. always. Always will be. Mm-hmm. Well, that was. I loved it. Thank you so much. I learned citrusy. a lot. Citrusy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Well, tell me, it wasn't Housewives. So no. what the heck were you watching? Okay. This I have been anticipating for months and it finally came out. And I couldn't say a word oh. to you because <gasps> I knew it was going to be my thing. And, and I, know, <gasps> I know you will enjoy it. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, okay, here we go. It's on the E Network. Okay. Joel McHale is the next clue. Okay. Amorosa. The villains. Yes, House of Villains. Is it called the villains? The House of Villains. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so good. Uh, there's only really? been one episode, but it really does have like all your favorite villains. There's Jax is on it, right? Jax is on it. Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. Uh, New York. Uh, Tiffany Pollard is her actual name. There's some girl on, from The Bachelor. I don't know her, but Amorosa is okay. handing her butt to her. Um, <laughs> Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. There's just kind of like a wide variety of these yeah, villains. Yeah. Um, so I'm enjoying it. It's, again, only one episode. It's going to be weird and wild and inconsequential in the world around us. But that's why I love it. And uh, new episodes right. are on Thursday nights, I believe, on E. So if you're looking, what's the premise? Is it a com- it's a competition? competition? Yeah, it's not really anything too deep. But they're all such <laughs> they're all such villains that it's yeah. really perfect. Like it's hard to even know who to choose for or who to cheer for. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. But what about you, Rebecca? I am I think I will enjoy that. I think I'll definitely check that out, especially given my housewife yeah. fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's funny, in lieu of housewives, I was really enjoying Southern Charm and the Love is Blind. Okay. Reunion and weddings. People hated this season of Love is Blind. Yep. I don't know what my damage is, but I'm putting two together, two and two together in real time right now and realizing maybe I was so needing a break from Real Housewives that I, I, I turned to Love is Blind for comfort. Yeah. And I allowed it to be that even though it was really bad. You know, uh, Laura Norton <laughs> from The Fall Line, and she has a new book out, Lay Them oh, to Rest, which I is- I have it right next to me. It's amazing. Um, oh, I do too. Look, twinsies. What a beautiful book and a beautiful writer. Gorgeous book. Decent writer. No, Laura's yeah. great. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but she has sent me two days in a row now, well, and for weeks, Love is Blind stuff. She's just- if well, you feel like you're into it, yeah, thread. I need to CC me, girl. I know I need to send it to you, but it's every day. It's like a Reddit or a TikTok, and I have appeased her by sending them back. So I, I'm part of the problem, but um, <laughs> but I think she likes it like you like it. Oh, so okay, I'm gonna hit her good. up because yeah. I need to talk to someone. My daughter was like, "That's an actual hot take, mom." She was like, "Nobody likes this season." Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, so many interesting things happen. Now, we didn't have enough weddings or couples, uh-huh. and that's really a big part of the problem yeah. is that, like, two weddings and couples is not enough. 
but like someone left, someone came back, two people knew each other. Yeah. I don't know, like the Johnny and um, Chris getting together. And then I don't know. I, I found it all really interesting. Um, I'm and I was happy wrong. My you. predictions were wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's over and gone. I don't know why I've spent this much time talking about it because that's not my answer for today. Okay. I'm going to give you three clues about the thing I don't think I told you I was watching. Let's find out. Don't cheat. Tell me if I did. Okay. Max, as in HBO. Okay. Uganda, children. I have no idea. So it's based on a podcast. Okay. The White Savior one? Yes, okay. it's called Savior Complex, yes. and I'm just going to read it here. Chronicles the controversial story around Renee Bach, a young American missionary who felt called by God to set up a charity for malnourished children in Jinja, Uganda. But years later, shocking allegations arose that Renee was treating the sick children herself without medical qualifications. Um, so this was a podcast I listened to called The Missionary a couple years oh, ago. Oh, okay. It was really good, but man, seeing the doc with footage... Really helped cement kind of the intensity of what she was doing okay. and the real questionable decisions she made. Um, it's really good. It's one of those stories that's incredibly complex. And um, I would be curious if anyone listened to it, what their thoughts are. But um, yeah, really tackling something that I think is important, which is this idea of white Americans going to developing countries and thinking they know better right and um i think it does it really well and it's also beautiful because it's in uganda yeah and it's just gorgeous but um yeah it's a tough one she does not seem softening to the idea that she did anything wrong Ooh. still and she's very much featured in this they gave her a voice and she's so i think hurt by it because her intentions were good and she's not yet come to that place of learning where it's like intentions can be good and you can still do the wrong thing Mm -hmm. and there could really she could really make a statement including both of those things that I think would go a long way Mm -hmm. and she's just not there yet um so it's it's pretty tough to watch but um really good but very I mean trigger warning like you know little children and vulnerable people getting you know not getting the help they need but really well done I saw the preview for that and I was like I don't think I can do this but um yeah it's upsetting it's really upsetting yeah so that we should have gone the other way around that's okay oh I know we'll end with what you're doing for next story let's do that okay there's a reason we do things in the order yeah exactly (laughs) okay so I don't know these are my three clues there's only one clue on here that you really if you know it you know it and you'll know which one when you hear it So the first clue is drugs. Okay. The second clue is visa. And the third clue is red bag. Red bag? Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's the clue. If you know it, you know it. I don't. um, But drugs and visa? Drugs, visa, and uh, red bag. I feel like it's going to be... like a 90-day international. Might be. Might be. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm excited. And sounds global. Sounds exciting. And it goes in with my TV show that I'm watching. So I did not mention the person, but part of a character Ooh. from this is okay. on that show. So. Okay. So maybe I will You'll definitely figure it begin watching. Yeah. And I will use some context clues. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Very cool. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a, a fun story. We'll see.
I'm excited. We'll, see. <laughs> well um, yeah, I know you're in that place where you're like, cannot commit to it being fun yep. yet. Um, <laughs> well, gosh, this was fun. It was. And Great job. You really dug deep for my my housewives enthusiasm. I think I got there. You got there. Shannon. Yeah, for sure. And I will look forward to doing this with you again in two weeks. For everyone who misses Melissa in the weeks between our podcast, you can listen to her on Moms and Mysteries, her other show on Tuesdays. And you can follow us on Instagram at Criminality Show and Facebook at Criminality Show and Twitter at Criminality Oof. Show. Melissa. It's going further and further. <laughs> it's like, it's it's a tough one. Um, yes, do that and um, leave a review. We love to see the reviews. Those are so positive And I mean, leave a positive review and then we'll <laughs> yeah. see such positive reviews. They make us feel positive. They really yeah, do. It's if nice enjoy to, the show. Yeah, to see, see one and people that really get it and get what the mm-hmm. whole thing is and that it's fun and stuff. So it's awesome. So thank you if you yep. have left one. And if you haven't, you can do it now. Yeah. Why not? Right now. Mm-hmm. Right We're now. waiting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye.